should have done this on Tuesday, and instead it's Thursday. Oh well, better late than never, I guess. I close the door, it is evening. I just had dinner, which was a very simple brown rice recipe with some leftover mushrooms, a vegetarian dish. And uh, it's still light, but it's getting dark uh, very rapidly now. I think in about half an hour, it will be completely dark. So this is the last moment of the day that I can go out safely <laughs> without, without a light and record this episode of The Walk, which is a good old-fashioned audio-only episode of The Walk. We hear the, the bells in the distance. It's, uh, I think it's eight o'clock, right? Take a look at my watch here. Yeah, it's exactly eight o'clock in the evening. <laughs> this week, nothing that I planned materialized for one single reason. And that's the topic of, of today's walk. And that is, I am too tired. My body does not want to cooperate. <laughs> and what do you do? How do you deal with fatigue when you're tired? And how can you maybe work around it? Um, and if you can't, what do you do then? And this is something that uh, I think a lot of us uh, occasionally have where you may be working really hard, long hours, or you may be a parent with lots of responsibilities and kids making your life stressful. <laughs> it, there may be other reasons. Maybe it's uh, psychological reasons, anxiety, worries about your current situation or about the future. All that prevents you from sleeping and then you, you get tired. There can be so many reasons. And the thing is, I don't really know what's causing my fatigue right now. In fact, I should be very much alive. I should be really having tons of energy um, because I try to do everything right. I go to bed in time. I sleep uh, reasonably well. I recently purchased uh, a new phone that also monitors my sleep and so I can see that I have the regular sleep cycles and enough deep sleep, enough REM sleep, and so all that, nothing wrong with that. So why then, during the day, I feel like I can sleep for hours? I, I try to eat well. So I, I cook myself. I never get takeout. I don't eat pizzas or, you know, prefabricated food. Um... I try to uh, eat mostly vegetarian, lots of vegetables, lots of variety because I love cooking and so I'm trying out a lot of recipes. So it can't be the food either, it can't be the lack of vitamins or anything. Hmm. Um, can it be stress? 
can it be you know work pressure deadlines uh trying to do too much in a day um about a year ago that could totally be the case because i had a lot of stress and i was working against a lot of deadlines but this year everything has changed as you know and so i don't have deadlines i do have self-imposed deadlines because otherwise you know you don't get much done so i do make uh plannings and i have my targets that i want to that I want to meet and uh, as a podcast listener I hope you have benefited from 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 these from this goal setting because there's been this steady output of the various programs that I do but honestly it's not that much I mean <laughs> it is a lot of work but it's still feasible I never feel like I'm uh, going overboard uh, trying to do too much uh, it's a bit, the only thing that I still want to tweak a bit is that I tend to do a lot of different things and uh, maybe too much <laughs> in a sense of spreading myself over too many projects. But in order to, to get more focus and to be more um, productive in a quali- qualitative sense... <laughs> Um, we have already been, and when I say we, it's not just me, but it's also our organization, Inga, and uh, uh, the um, advisory board, or the supervisory board, I should say. Um, we're all very much working on uh, making sure that we have a very good focus on what what is our mission and what can help that mission, what can help you as a beneficiary of that mission, and what is, you know too much what is what is random what is uh just maybe not worth the effort and so we've been really pruning um the the tree you could say the activity tree of uh of our of our work um and so i feel like i have way more focus than i've ever had before so it can't be the the amount of work and can't also really be the stress of the of the work And yet, this entire week, starting on Monday, I feel so wiped out. And so, I'm starting to think maybe it's something else. Um, Oh, by the way, also, uh, to stay in shape and to get even more in shape, I am running uh, twice a week with with my training group. And then I also add my, my own runs. Like this morning, I ran to the town of Wageningen, which was actually quite, quite cool that I was able to run back and forth. I wanted to check out a Lego set that they only had in, in a store in a nearby town. And, and that's about, I think in total, a bit more than an hour and 15 minutes uh, if you run back and forth. And I was able to do that without problems which shows me that i'm actually in pretty good shape much better than uh let's say a month ago when it was still so hot and i was tired in uh, by the lack of sleep in in italy and by the 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 heat during the vacation and so mm, i think in terms of physical fitness it's all there and yet today the only thing i wanted to do was sleep and if I hadn't pushed myself to go outside, and I did that 
deliberately, you know, it's one of those tricks when I, I, I think that I don't want to go run because I feel lazy or it's cold outside or it's raining. You know what I do? <laughs> I put on my running shoes. I put on my hat, my running t-shirt, my shorts. So that even if I'm procrastinating a little bit, like most of the preparation work is already done. And so I did the same this evening uh, before I went into the kitchen to cook dinner. I told myself it is time to record an episode of The Walk. And yes, the only thing I want right now is to just sink into the into the ch- a chair and, and watch TV and probably fall asleep after five minutes. But I am going to keep my coat on. I just came from outside from uh, getting some groceries. And uh, I'm going to keep my coat on. I'm going to cook with my coat on. I'm going to put the recorder next to the front door. And, uh, and, and, and so the moment I finished dinner I just I just stepped outside and that's what you're listening to right now um but it is it's actually really one of the only ways in which this this episode gets done because for almost all all my other projects this week I had to basically admit defeat I couldn't muster the energy and that that is frustrating because I feel like I'm on a roll. I love what I do. I wake up every morning and I tell myself how lucky I am to be doing this work, how much fun it is, how, how much I love sharing these stories and kind of growing the mission and seeing how it, how it resonates with a lot, of, uh, a lot of you and a lot of new people as well. So it's not the motivation. But then I start... I try to focus, I try to, you know, I usually make a list in the morning, um, writing down, so what is my, um, my, my, my green frog, or my big frog, or biggest frog today. Uh, as you may remember, if you've listened to this podcast for a bit longer, it's, um, it's a technique to, um, to eat, eat the, the frog first. You, nobody wants to eat a frog, especially when it's alive. But, and, and that's usually how we procrastinate. We don't want to do the things that are important, but they're kind of mm, big. And, and so I write down, this is my priority today. And all the rest is, is great if I can do it. But this has to be done first. And so I wrote down for, it's Thursday right now? So for the fourth consecutive day, I wrote down, make YouTube video, make TikTok video. And it's like a short, like a one-minute video uh, about the usual topics, Star Wars, anime, fun stuff. And then I just couldn't do it. I couldn't focus. I couldn't push myself to get it to, to, get to do that. And, and that's been the case for four days now. And uh, I wonder if, if there's not something something else going on, maybe, and I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I'm probably going to see my physician if this uh, continues to be the case. Uh, there, there are a few possibilities. The most likely one is that this fatigue is a, still one of the uh, enduring results or effects of COVID. 
as you know, I've, I've had long COVID for, for a long time. And these moments of fatigue um, have been part of my life ever since I recovered from COVID. And, but normally they, they only lasted about a day or an afternoon and it would be totally unpredictable. So I'm maybe in the best shape possible. And then uh, a few hours later, I'm just completely wiped out. And then usually the recovery time was also quite fast. I would just go and sleep a little bit. And then a little bit later, you know, I'd, I'd still get, get work done. But not four days in a row. So second option, I've had this same kind of feeling that I'm like in zombie mode for whatever reason. Is that this has to do with a vitamin... Um, deficiency so it could be vitamin d deficiency although that's not very likely because vitamin d is of course something that your skin makes or your body makes when it's exposed to the sunlight well i have to say that i've never been more exposed to sunlight of course with proper uh sunscreen protection but uh then 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 this year i've been outside so often um even for my work you know recording my shows and and the TikToks, I always do that outside. So that's not very likely. Another option could be vitamin B12. Uh, and, and there, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe. Or iron, although that's usually more like an iron deficiency, something that affects um, uh, women more than men. But I'm thinking, well, if there's one thing that has changed compared to last year is that I'm eating a lot less meat, almost no meat, um, and, and that's for very simple reasons. Um, meat is extremely expensive, and so I'm mostly cooking vegetarian, trying to be as creative as possible, plus I've noticed that if I don't use meat in my, in my meals, I get way more veggies in, because then I, I want to spice it up, and I'm, I don't know, leave out the meat, I get super creative with with the healthy stuff. Um, but there's one problem, and that is that, that red meat, uh, more specifically, is also a source of vitamin B12. And uh, so, I don't know. It's a strange thing. It's not something that I can self-medicate. It's also not something I can... Um, reason myself out of. Of course, as you know, I'm very much in favor of uh, re rethinking and reframing whenever you can. And um, <laughs> compared to five years ago, I've, I've gotten very good at uh, looking at a situation where I don't feel at ease or I'm like frustrated or I immediately I step back and I'm thinking, you know what, instead of going, going with the flow of my emotions, Let's just observe what's, what's going on here. So I, I feel that I have a, <laughs> a sense of frustration. So and usually by stepping back and thinking about it and working out why I'm actually triggered, that usually helps me uh, a lot, kind of neutralizing the whatever negative sentiment that may invade my thoughts. So I'm all for that. So I'm stepping now. In the clearing, I'm so glad that we still have a little bit of daylight, but I may have to turn back already because... Um, so this is, this is Heather. Uh, it's a really beautiful open spot in the woods. 
But the thing is, the, the rest of the woods are, it's getting very, very dark because uh, it, it's still, you know, towards the end of the summer, beginning of fall. So the, the, most of the trees still have leaves and, and it's, this is a pretty dense forest with lots of trees. They're going to make some changes, by the way. I read um, on Tuesday evening during my training, I, I saw a sign that explained that they are going to uh, cut a lot of trees um, so to give some of the stronger trees and the more important trees some more room, literally, to grow. And so um, I guess that may also create a li- little bit more uh, light in the, in, the, in the woods. But, uh, yeah, if I look ahead, uh, there's the pa- this path. I'm now traversing this open space here. Um, and the path ahead of me, of me is like just one gaping black, black corridor. So thankfully I know where I am. So I, this is close to home. Uh, so I, I do know, you know, instead of going straight on, let me turn to the left. Because here the trees are actually not as tall as over there. So you do get more light here on the path. And then I turn left another time. So then I'm heading back. Uh, through a parallel path. So, um, where was I? I totally forgot. Um, so, w- whatever whatever it is, it's not something that you can think your way out of. And, and this is physical fatigue. It's not mental fatigue. I, I ruled out everything that I have control over. And I think I'm doing everything the right way. So, then the only next step is for me to go see my physician, maybe get a blood test and see what's going on and uh, I've this is not totally new but it is a bit (laughs) I feel that it's more uh, irritating uh, to a certain extent because I I've got things going so well I, I have my plans my projects I love doing what I do and then it's as if my body tells me well hey, that's great that you have plans, but I have other plans. <laughs> and then what? And then what? How do you deal with that? And <clears throat> this is where I noticed that I've really grown in, um, in this past year. Um, instead of... You, you can do a, a number of things. The first one is how I was brought up, and that is you immediately start that inner voice you start up that, <laughs> that, that monologue and you, you start telling yourself how lazy you are. You should be working. And it's always like, you could, you should. Right? So there's this, also this, this, this judgment, this condemnation. And so this is how I would react. It's like, I can't be tired right now. I can't go to bed. I, I have to work. I've got my goals. I already missed my goals yesterday. I should have recorded the walk on Tuesday and it's already Thursday. What is everybody going to think? They're going to, everybody's going to walk away from me because, you know, I'm two days late and I have no excuse. My life is so much, that kind of talk. That used to be, I'm kind of expressing it now, but that used to be my monologue, my inner monologue for years. Most of my life, actually. But that's, that's gone. That's crazy. It's not even that I have to silence it. There's been this period of transition where when I 
was talking negatively and thinking negatively about myself, condemning myself, I, I, I trained myself in stopping that thought. It's like, no, that's not true. I am doing enough. <laughs> I, am, I am worthy. Um, so shut up. And, but now the thought doesn't even emerge anymore. I've, I've never given it any space anymore because I know it's a lie. I know that all that negative self-talk, that I'm lazy, that people are gonna resent me from because I'm not, I'm not reaching, I'm not meeting my goals, and I'm two uh, two days late with a podcast. Um, that's of course that's total BS. Forgive me the word <laughs> or the abbreviation, but um, and so. What I've learned is to be more uh, observant. Instead of judging, you observe and you, you tell yourself, and I hope this helps you too if you have those negative inner thoughts, you have to keep in mind those, those negative, that negative self-talk is not your voice. It is usually the voice of someone who has played an important role in your formation. It could be your parents could be someone else could be a partner who was always negative could be a teacher who knows but it's it's you've you've ingrained that negative talk and you made it your own and so but it's not your voice you would never talk to someone else that way wow it's getting dark here ooh i'm seeing all sorts of dark shapes <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is that a, a wild boar? Is that a wolf? There are actually wolves in these woods. So I'm just only partially kidding. And now I don't know where to go. There's a path that goes straight on. And there's a path also that goes to the right. And that is a little bit lighter over there. But I think it's it's not the right direction. I'll go this way. So now... <laughs> Now that the light is gone, I'm starting to lose my bearings and I don't recognize this place anymore. Oh well. As long as I go downhill, I'll eventually arrive in Benigong, right? Oh wow. There's a tree on the road. I don't remember this. You know, it's like a huge tree that has fallen, I think, in the last storm. But normally on these paths, they clear <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, there are more branches here that have broken off. Maybe this wasn't the path. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, wait, there's no path anymore here. I can go to the left, but that leads me up the hill. And I, don't, I know one thing, thing for sure. I shouldn't go up the hill. This path goes down the hill, but it also goes to the right. I do see a light in the distance, though. Feels almost like a fairy tale. Oh, with the... Look, Gretel, there is a light burning in the distance. That may be just the house of a, a gentle old woman who is going to give us candy. But Hansel, we have to, we have to make sure we find our way back. Whatever. This is how my brain works. <laughs> uh, so, um, so that that but that knowing that that's not your voice. You can replace it with how would you treat someone else? You, you, I hope that you never 
talk to other people that are especially the people that are in your care in the same way that in the same negative way that you sometimes speak to yourself and so with what is your real voice it's the voice that you would use to someone else who is going through some tough times you know if 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 you have children and your your son or daughter comes to see you and says Mom or dad, I'm going through such a hard time. I don't know what's going on. I, I can't find any energy. I, I try so hard, but I'm always sleepy. I don't think that any of us would say, well, that's because you're lazy. <laughs> you know, you should feel bad about yourself for not meeting your goals. No, you, you'd say, hey, that, that's interesting. Have you, exam- have you uh, tried to... Um, to, to list some of the possible reasons for this? Have you seen a doctor? Have you, you know, um, you would ask questions. You would be curious. You would try to find out more. And this is, this is how I gradually kind of replaced my inner critic with a voice that is much kinder and more observant. Um, this joins something that I said a couple of weeks ago in the walk where... Um, we have a tendency, like an automatic tendency, to react to stuff that happens with either positive feelings or negative feelings. But in fact, everything is neutral. That's stuff that happens to you, not every, <laughs> not every action that you do or choice that you make is neutral. Uh, there's morality involved in that as well. But the stuff that just occurs, you have no control over, that is in, that is in fact neutral. Yes, it may hurt and it may handicap you but you can give it a spin especially i would say if you're if you believe because god can pull out the good out of any situation that from another perspective may be labeled as as bad or negative and so this is i think how um how i try to react to to stuff that happens to myself that i have no control over like this fatigue I know, I've checked, I've done everything well. I can't see how I can live a healthier lifestyle than I'm currently doing. So I still have that fatigue. Well, so my inner thought is interesting. You know, uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm noticing that I haven't been able to meet my goals. Um, And that's that's just a fact, that's a given. but it doesn't really help to just try to push yourself and you know get over it and put in some effort. You tried that, and it still didn't work. You still couldn't focus. Uh, there's like this fog in your brain. That's, this is why I think it's maybe part of long COVID because the brain fog is a is a pretty a well-known symptom of long COVID. Um, and I also know. That this is not permanent. You know, I've, I have very good days. I've got very good weeks. So, eh, you know what? Just give it some time. And uh, stop, stop. Well, I, it's not that I think like that, but I used to think like that. But don't think that people are going to walk away just because you're two days late with your, with your podcast. Don't think that people are all of a sudden going to mock you because, hey... You, you were going to do like all these video episodes and vlogs and, and now it's just back to audio. 
uh, nobody thinks that that is on. In fact, there may actually be a lot of your followers who are totally okay with this just being the good old-fashioned kind of brain dump <laughs> audio audio podcast. Um, and that's not because, again, it's not that I uh, want to discard this idea of doing video. I still love doing that. But right now, I just don't have the energy for that. I don't see myself, you know, editing tonight and... Uh, because usually when, when I'm late like this, I I have to sit down at the computer and then before you know it, I'm editing until midnight. That would be totally the wrong thing because then, of course, I would be even more tired tomorrow. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to upload this as is and that's it. And so it's it's all about, you know, trusting yourself and trusting the people that follow you. They, they <laughs> And... Don't give that inner voice that, that tries to make you doubt that you're not doing enough, that you're not good enough. And you see, it's always the same. You make all these plans and then you, 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 you're super enthusiastic for two weeks and then you drop everything and you never finish anything. Blah, 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 blah. Don't let that voice take over because it's lies. <laughs> it's not how you would talk to someone. It's not going to help. So... Um, the inner voice, I think, should, should be encouraging and observing, trying to help. Think this through. See what we can do about this. And if you can't, do, if you can't solve it by yourself, get, it, get some help. So that's, that's number one. The second dimension of this, I think, is let go of those goals. You know, someone who breaks his leg by falling in an accident or whatever it, and but that person wanted to run a marathon you're not going to tell that person to still run that marathon when he's got a broken leg or she has a broken leg no you have to let go of that idea and so in a similar way yeah i, I have a ton of projects and i i can still think about it but i just can't realize it because i just don't have the energy maybe it'll come back if not, we'll, we'll talk to a physician and see if we can do something about it. But the, the most important thing is just let go of those projects. It's not the end of the world. In fact, everyone who follows me will still live her, her or his or her life as, as is. So give yourself permission when you're tired, when you're when you're when you're out of energy or you lack focus to just not meet your goals and i know that that it may be hard in a situation where you are supposed to to work um i i imagine if you have a job you, you need to meet certain goals uh you have your your boss will will definitely uh start worrying <laughs> in best case if you don't do what you're supposed to do or what you're paid to do. But again, every boss knows that if one of their employees is sick, then, well, that's it. You can't, nobody can, can, can change that. That's not a voluntary thing. So you just have to find it, figure out another way. 
that's that's I'm in that situation as well so often where I rely on other people or I want for instance to hire someone for a project and that person says well I'm sorry but yeah no I'm going on vacation so I can't be there well okay I, I hope that that person I you know was available but I'll figure out another way is not the end of the world uh, if you're if you're a parent and you have to take care of your kids but you're like super exhausted you know instead of beating yourself up you can also make it our problem and just you know instead of beating instead of blaming yourself for maybe not being the perfect parent just let other people know that you're super tired and maybe they can help <laughs> and if you have a healthy relationship in your family then I, I think everybody will do that and they will help you um, so again don't try to to solve a situation where you're super tired by th- through willpower because willpower has its limitations believe me I tried <laughs> So, um, try to let go of those goals. It's, uh, tell yourself it's not the end of the world. Um, there's also... Um, what was I going to say? There was another dimension. <laughs> I'm trying to think. This is, you know, this, again, it's part of the brain fog. Um, as an aside, uh, when I was doing my groceries before I prepared dinner... I was walking around. I was walking around in my local local supermarket, and I was just completely dazed. I, I, like, I walked in. I knew I had to get something there, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I, I was just walking through the aisles and back and forth, and then I returned to the beginning of the store. And I just like, I don't know why, why am I here. What do I need? As I started to think about you, know, what am I going to cook? Maybe is there is it an ingredient that I need in the kitchen? And so I, but no, didn't didn't come to me. And at one point, there was this lady that works in the store, and she she um, passed me by several times, and then she came back, and she had this worried look, and she she asked me, "Sir, uh, can I help you? Are you are you looking for something?" and and that's when I realized that, whoa, wait a minute, my behavior must have looked very weird to, to the people that work in the store. Maybe even kind of sus- suspect, you know, like, why is this guy walking around with this big yellow bag? And I'd been to another store and I, <laughs> I had a few uh, groceries in, in the bag already. Is he, is he just like trying to steal something or <laughs> You, you could see, you could tell that it was a, a mix of concern, but also like something's wrong with this guy, or at least with his behavior. And so when I realized that, I was like, no, 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 I'm fine, sorry, I'm just super tired and lost in my thoughts. And uh, and then I just grabbed a few things. It was like, I, I need to get out of here. I need to go back. <laughs> Don't walk around when you're in zombie mode. And then I, before I checked out. I suddenly saw what I was planning on buying and it was just the most mundane thing ever. I needed more toilet paper and so I was running <laughs> short on toilet paper. So, ah, uh, that's why I was here. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, um, 
But the psychological side of this is, of course, um, just let it go. Accept that uh, this is just not a time to be productive. And productivity itself is great. And I feel usually very, very good when I've been able to you know, get stuff out. But being not productive and sharing it with you is also good. Because I know that I'm not the only one. Everyone has these, these moments, maybe not in the same way as I experience it right now. But it, it's, it doesn't disqualify you from, from, from being part of society or just do, you know, being, being um, I don't even know how to say that. But anyway, um, so it's, it's all about this, this work with yourself instead of working against yourself. Your, a lot of our anxieties, I think, in life and the stress that we experience is that we hold ourselves to a very high, um, what's the word, very high goal, <laughs> measure. <laughs> we, we, we have high expectations of ourselves. Um, but, but oftentimes, in a lot of situations, it's also because we feel that that if we don't push ourselves, we're not going to be loved. And, and you, maybe you even feel that towards God, especially if there's uh, trauma from your childhood. And sometimes people feel that same pressure from God, even though it's projection. But they think that God is looking at them as well and also judging them, you know. Ah. I gave this person so many, so many gifts, perfect circumstances, so many talents, and then this person is just burying them in the in the ground. That that parable of the talents can can be very destructive if you interpret it in a in a, in a too in a too shallow way, as if God is constantly like looking at, you know, what is what is my return on investment. Whereas that is a very human way. It's a parable. It's, it's there to make you think. But it's not a condemnation by Jesus of people who are unable to work. This is a condemnation of people who don't play their part in building up the kingdom of God. And he's, he's talking to the people that know better. You know, like these Pharisees and scribes and who had received already so much knowledge of the of God's will and yet they only think about themselves they don't use the gifts that God gave them to help other people and 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 be fruitful with it they just keep it for themselves that is i think the sense of the parable but it's not a parable that condemns people that are not like super productive and profitable and successful what what kind of God 
with that bee who measures people by by return on investment, then the gifts of God are not gifts. They're just that. They're just investments um, out of self-interest because he wants to, you know, get back what he put in and preferably more. That I think is the opposite. What is is the opposite of what God is. It's often how we look at other people, and it's also sometimes how we look at ourselves. And so, how does Jesus look at? Um, at at um, efficiency and uh, <laughs> productivity, it's funny that in in a number of cases, Jesus recommends people to do the opposite of uh, of trying to um, prove themselves by by what they do. Like there is a lot of criticism on on. Uh, the disciples of Jesus at one point like they're slackers you know they 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 just do whatever they they don't wash their hands they they just you know eat when they're not supposed to they're, they're breaking all the rules Jesus you have to be stricter and and then um, Jesus like no that's just not uh, how it works uh, when when people are worried about their future and they try to safeguard it by piling up money or possessions and working hard day and night, Jesus tells them the story that, you know, there's this guy and uh, he's uh, he's got this amazing harvest and it's way more than he needs. And so he starts building these extra... Uh, sheds to store all this food and so he, he works really hard on, on, on protecting all that stuff and then he dies and then for who is it? <laughs> At one other point when his disciples are worried about um, the mission and maybe not, not having enough for the journey he tells them, you know what, I want you to leave without extra money without a cane without extra shoes just go and trust trust that it's enough and i will give you a partner because he sends them out two by two so you have each other and that's much more important than anything else and let other people also um work for you in the sense that you work for them you try to take care of them you try to help them and so also trust that other people will take care of you so when people invite you just go with them and and eat there and don't don't already think about you know where am i going to eat tomorrow are they going to kick me out no just stay there trust that the people that have invited you in their homes will take care of you sometimes i'm thinking you know where has (laughs) where was that gospel when i needed it most but of course, the real thing to ask yourself is where were you? you? You have heard this story so many times. But there have been so many situations where I worried that people wouldn't take care of me. And, and still, sometimes I kind of feel that like slight beginning of panic. As you know, we, we are still upside down financially with the work that I do. Um, because I was making a a lot of money 
by, by producing all these television shows. Even if I did it on a shoestring budget, because I did so much and I worked so hard, it created a lot of revenue that enabled us to pay the, the bills. And it's, it's my salary, it's Inga's salary, it's the, the, the equipment and stuff. And well, this year, and we knew this in advance, so you know, it's nothing new, but we knew that this was going to be a difficult year because we, all of a sudden there was no television work. And I'll just do the calculation. Uh, I got for every TV episode, um, I made, uh, there was a budget of 5,000 euros. I made 30 television shows last year. So that's 150,000 euros. Um, and, and of course, that wasn't all profit because I had to invest in uh, other people as well. So I hired a director and an editor. And so a lot of that money is also reinvested. But still, this year I make zero with television work, which means that, you know, that what remains is the patrons. And who are the patrons? Maybe you're one of them. The patrons is a small community relatively small compared to the the number of people that I reach with my, my mission. I think we've got about 270 patrons. Um, and uh, with the podcast, I reach a couple of thousand people. With the YouTube and especially TikTok, I reach uh, more than a million people in some cases. It's, that's not the same kind of relationship, of course. If you're a podcast listener and you've been listening to my stuff for years, then then of course that that is maybe it's not just numerical it's not just about numbers it's also about the quality of the relationship where a lot a lot of that kind of low threshold stuff that i do it's it can be very fleeting but of course i hope to reinforce that bond by you know pushing videos out that that's why that big frog that i want to eat each morning is usually post something on tiktok and youtube because the more you post, the more this, this very superficial relationship in the beginning will start to solidify. They start to know you and trust you. And that's where you create fertile ground for maybe helping people or, or uh, explaining a bit of the gospel or you know, call it evangelizing, although that sounds a bit self-serving maybe. Um, but the, the thing is, despite the fact that uh, we, we don't have enough patrons uh, to, to, to break even, where we're far for, from breaking even, I still value each and every patron because I know that these are the people that have carried me for years, and not just financially, but also through their support. And it, that's one of the great gifts of this past year was that we started this Discord server and so all of a sudden, instead of getting these individual emails or reactions, there's a conversation going and there's a community and people start to know each other. And, and I am one of the people of that community. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very warm family around what I do. And I believe they have my back. Um, it's just that sometimes... I'm, I forget that, and I, I start to to waver in my in my trust and thinking, oh, but how are we going to pay the bills towards the end of the year? And so, 
and then my reaction is often um, what I think also the, the, the disciples of Jesus do in the gospel. We need to take care of, of this. <laughs> it's like you've got thousands of people following Jesus one day. And they're all hungry and it's getting late and the sun is gone. Just like right now, it's getting dark. And then uh, the disciples are like, okay, we need to fix this. And Jesus kind of pushes them because he knows that they're unable to do that. And he tells them, you know, you, you, you give them something to eat. And then they try. <laughs> they're going to look for food and then they only find this boy and he's got a couple of loaves of bread and a few fishes and that's it. And then they, they come back to Jesus and they say, this is not enough. This is not going to work. And then Jesus does the multiplication of the bread. So he becomes the provider. Um, because he wanted them to go through that realization that they can't solve this themselves. Um, but they can still trust that it's going to be okay because he is there. In a similar way, I think... The, this this year that we're going through where well we're gonna have to figure out ways to make ends meet and you can only save so much i mean we're already we've we've postponed expenses i do need a new phone but i was so incredibly grateful that uh, some of my patrons got together and found the funding for a new phone uh, so that generosity was, again, it's proof that people have my back. But even though, you know, for, for all the extra purchases of our equipment, we can, we can postpone that. I can, I can also continue to do a lot of work with what I have. But the salaries, that's... I, I have to pay my rent. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm already saving extra for the, the gas prices. Uh, because I know that that's going to be way more than we budgeted for. Um, and I'm thinking of getting rid of my car. Because, as I explained, I think, well, last week? When was it? I, I did the calculation. I used my car. I haven't used my car for a couple of months now. And even though it's nice to have a car, um, it still costs me, um, I think, about 200 bucks a, a month. Just you know, maintenance and taxes and everything. I don't even use it. So I'm thinking, well, I might as well get rid of it. That will save me a, a bit more. But then, you know, there's only so much that you can do if you're in this, this kind of uh, work. But it's a challenge to not fall into the trap of trying to blame yourself for that and thinking, you know what, there's only one way to fix this. I need to do more. I don't work hard enough. And so um, a lot of the uh, plans that I've been making and trying to streamline the stuff, it was all meant to optimize the, uh, the energy and the resources. Trying to do as much as possible with the very limited resource that we currently have, hoping to grow an audience, and maybe from that audience there will be a small percentage of people that will be able to support and join the the community of patrons. But um, so I started to multiply the podcast, and well, you've 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 witnessed that how 
how we, we, we made a lot of changes recently and I really have to uh, thank you for your patience with all those ideas and, and sometimes even changes in, also in what you were used to. But it was also a little bit out of, you know, at least in me personally, there's also a bit of that stress. Like, it, I gotta have that output. If I don't, if I'm not on TikTok every day, then I'm never going to be able to activate that audience. And, and, then, and then where will the, the patrons come from, you know? And so I just kept pushing myself, pushing myself. And then my body, apparently this week, tells me, hey, that's nice and all, but no, I am unplugging right now. <laughs> you will not have energy. And then you will just have to trust and let go, even let go of, of your ideas, uh, current ideas um, of, of how to make ends meet and how to grow the community of supporters. I had this talk with my uh, supervisory board on Monday and they also noticed <laughs> this <laughs> kind of tendency that I had to go overboard in just just trying to make more to do to be even more efficient and one of the things that they said was you could also just ask for help and just trust that people have your back and 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 if we if we are really still upside down in in the months to come we we could even maybe do a fun drive or something like that but don't don't worry too much don't think that everything depends on your output people don't support you because of the they get five podcasts in their feed every week and in fact there may actually be listeners that are like oh please stop there are too many podcasts i don't have time to listen to all this uh, just give me a week off so I can catch up. Some some of you actually told me that they're months behind on their listening. But the um, supervisory report was like, just trust that people will have your back. And even though we, it's, we're still not in, in the optimal situation, but this 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 always for, for some. If if God really wants this, then He will give you the resources. And, 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 and if you can't fix it yourself, it's like health. You go to see a physician and you ask for help. And in the same way, I'm thinking also, when Jesus is confronted with the inability of his apostles to give people the food that they need and want, he is there and he has got their back. Since when did Jesus change his mind? Since when? Would he tell someone who is trying to do <laughs> what he thinks? I'm talking about myself. It feels weird to talk about myself in the third person, but you see what I mean. But since when would Jesus tell me, like, hey, Father Roderick, I know you're trying to do what, what I called you to do <laughs> and to reach people with the gospel, but hey, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to support you. You'll have to figure it out for yourself. No. It's just, he's the same Jesus. And if I... Give him my inability this week to work because I'm so tired. Then it's up to him what he can do. Maybe, oh, it starts to rain. Wow. It starts to rain really hard all of a sudden. As if the heavens tell me. Maybe it's time to wrap up, Father Roderick. You've been talking for quite a while now. 
But, but seriously, if Jesus wants this mission to continue, then of course he will provide. And I don't see how, but that's not my concern. It's just like, I don't know why I am so tired this week, but maybe my physician is able to diagnose it and, and maybe help, right? So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk to you. I'm, I'm sheltering from the rain here underneath a, uh, near, near a store. They've got a little roof here. I can, uh, I'll wait for the rain to subside. <laughs> but um, anyway, th- I hope you enjoyed this audio only. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure that you enjoyed this. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening now, right? But um, this is just what's going on in my life. And that's what I wanted to share with you. Let me know in the comments if you, if you can relate to this. If you have any thoughts, uh, either tell me on, on the website or uh, if you're a patron on, on, on Discord. And thanks for having my back. <laughs> Take care and talk to you soon.